Okay, so I was driving mm-hmm. today, and I started laughing really hard and almost crashed my car because I was thinking about this Among Us play <laughs> me and Lauren did on Friend of the Pod, Molly Hayes. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> last, last scene on the uh, uh, Smiley episode. And so um, Among Us, if you don't know, me and Lauren are among mongus players, if you will. We're streamers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but only when we stream with each other on a group chat. <laughs> yeah, we stream on a group Zoom together. And we yeah. all play it. But um, so me and Lauren were imposters. And if you, if you don't know what Among Us is, we'll all vaguely explain the rules along with this. And so when you're the imposter, your goal is like kill the other people and not let the other people know you're the one killing them. It's like, it's mafia essentially. Yeah. And so I hear that Molly was like, Lauren, come with me. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I want to go there too. So I find them and Molly's like doing the scan that proves you're not the imposter. And Lauren's just sitting there watching her. And why were you, were you like marinating her or something? Um, I purposely did not because we um, did you say we were both the imposters yeah yeah so i purposely didn't kill her because everyone knew that i was going to watch okay because she said on the group chat (laughs) yeah she said on the well it didn't matter she said on the group chat uh, i I don't know why i said it it wrong the same way twice but she said um on the zoom lauren come watch me so if I, i knew since it was just me and her in the room if i killed her there it would be very clear that it was me yeah that's why i was just standing there so i almost screwed you over but luckily it It didn't matter (laughs) but um so i follow them there and molly's doing the scan so i just run up straight (laughs) kill molly and then hop in a vent to like which will like get you away yeah and and then i just i just turned around and ran away (laughs) and what was so funny about it as for at first on molly's face since we're all on zoom we can see each other while we're doing this (laughs) First, Molly's face is like, this dumb bitch killing me in front of Lauren. He's going to get, like, caught. And, then and I just Lauren ran away. away. Her face <laughs> drops. It was so funny. I, like, could not breathe. I was laughing so hard. And I was shocked everyone else, like, didn't know I was an imposter just from how hard I was laughing. But I've, I've never seen Molly, like, both so equally hurt, angry, all that at the same time. Yeah, because, and then we ended up killing everyone and winning before the round was even over, before anyone yeah. found a body. So We it, did really good. <laughs> but yeah, because I, there was, like, like, another instance when I, like, ran up and I saw one of our friends standing there by herself, and I, like, kind of, like, took a little step back, saw that only Quinn was in the vicinity, and I was like, all right, great. <laughs> and got but I just, I, we should have gotten caught, because we were breaking down laughing so much. <laughs> because our rule is also you can't talk once you're dead and you can tell molly just wanted to cuss me out (laughs) because literally like we're just like she's like lauren's watching me scan so like i won't get got and then yeah quinn just ran in got her and we (laughs) and we bolted it was our best game ever honestly (laughs) how long it was probably like not even two minutes oh it was quick yeah it was so fast we just went and sniped everybody but yeah, that's I, I, I just remembered it out of nowhere while I was driving, and I started cracking up again. <laughs> some movies rule, and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on One Star. Hello, Little Dippers, and welcome to another episode of One Star, a bad movie podcast where we talk about 
that movie is with one celebrity in them. I'm Lauren. And I know her well enough to get her a Christmas gift, but not to come in her <laughs> When? So it's the opposite? The opposite. Okay, good. <laughs> um, we are, if you don't know what that incredible line is from, uh, we are talking about the Netflix original movie, Holiday. Uh, starring, would you give it to Emma Roberts or... Kristen Chenoweth. Okay, so technically there are two stars in this. Yeah. There are three. I'll give Alex Moffat a little. Yeah, he gets like hey, a. What's up, hello. Yeah, <laughs> he gets an honorable mention. So, like, it's starring Emma Roberts, but if we're talking our one star, it's Kristen it's gonna, Chenoweth. It's gonna be Kristen Chenoweth. Because this movie, along with, I don't know, this movie really, like, made me sit back and think, can. Emma Roberts act. <laughs> it really, it really, it takes a lot of questions like that. It challenges yeah. the idea that a rom com needs to have two characters that you want to find love, <laughs> and not even just with each other. Like in general, like in general. I, I don't really care if they would ever have found love. Even I don't know. If even if it happiness. was separately, no, they don't deserve. <laughs> human uh that human connection that you know we we strive for they don't they don't deserve it um but i it really made me like sit back and think because i'm like okay if she's capable of this and she was like this in little italy like is this a pattern (laughs) here's the thing she was excellent in little italy i would watch little italy a thousand times more than than this this. a hundred percent Unfortunately, Little Italy is a beautiful disaster full of <laughs> hysterical Italian stereotypes. Okay, yes, you're right. I was going to say, unfortunately, I have seen both twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you, oh, one, I guess you did watch one with my, Both times, one with my parents and then one for the pod. Because <laughs> I'm committed. It's it just like really kind of like, because she's good in Scream Queens. I would say she's hundred percent. She's, she's good in Scream 4. Her best roles, weirdly enough, playing psychopaths. I'm sure there's no connection. All of her best roles has when she's been playing violent psychopaths. Personally, I think the issue might be... I think the issue might be when she's playing a character we're supposed to like. I think mm-hmm. there's some kind of connection disconnect there where... She doesn't know how to how to really make a character that we care about. <laughs> I think that checks because, like, let's see, we're the Millers, criminal. She's great. <laughs> uh, the did you see the hunt? Uh, is that yes, yes. Yeah, one she's playing she's playing a Republican. Two, she's spoiler alert, she's murdered in like two minutes. But she's, she's great so in those two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Scream four. Um, Scream Queens. Great. Great. Little Italy. Bad. <laughs> Holiday, bad. I didn't even like her in Unfabulous, if I'm being honest. <gasps> I've never seen it, so I just, really? I get to trust you on that one. It, it came out, I mean, I was like key demographic at the time, but I, I just wasn't into it. I didn't like her too much. Yeah, so I think we're onto something. I think that's, it's, I'm sure she's a lovely person. Oh, what about Hotel for Dogs? I think 
she was in full child actress mode then, so that's yeah. Different. So it, does, it doesn't really count. It's yeah. the same reason why like Joey King is good in The Conjuring. <laughs> yeah, <Still> a child. <laughs> yeah, she's not like a adult acting yet. Yeah. So Holiday, if you don't know, is a which we love our Netflix uh, original movies here <laughs> at one star. Uh, it's a a movie. It came out I think right after Halloween about um kind of a christmas movie we're doing it to kind of kick off our uh year of holiday themed episodes here to wrap up the year um kind of fitting because it covers uh spans a year of holidays but um yeah that's primarily christmas but not really it's lying about being a christmas movie yeah it's like posing as one but it spans an entire year. And it's like bookended with Christmases. Yeah. But it's not a Christmas movie. No. <laughs> but advertised as such. It's um, like it's like how they say like some people try to argue like Christmas movies or any movies that just like even have like a scene set on Christmas and it's yeah. like no, that's that's not right. That's not correct. Yeah. Well, where Die Hard it just takes place. Yeah, that's on allowed. Christmas. <laughs> um but no this one is just like it's kind i don't know they call it a christmas movie but it's really just like a holiday general movie it's a it's a year in the life sort of experiment yeah um where emma roberts uh has a family that is constantly trying to set her up with men and it's annoying to her um and this she meets this uh, Australian guy. Um, Hold on, you you're already skipping over the best part of the movie. Well, I was giving a general. Okay, okay, okay. We need to dig more deep into this <laughs> beginning. Um, but and then they kind of decide to uh, go and be each other's holiday, which is a a term coined by her aunt, uh, where it's just someone you bring as a date on a holiday so they decide to be each other's holiday for a year or for just indefinitely i guess um so that's just the general conceit of the movie any any initial thoughts before we jump in yeah i mean you'll you'll on the idea of a holiday in general Mm -hmm. i do because it doesn't make sense because no. <laughs> not every holiday has the date idea built in. No, like St. Patrick's Day, you can go to a bar by yourself. It's I think <laughs> I've done it. That's well, what I was gonna say. I'm do not these gonna, like people... by myself? But like, she's also with friends. Like, you didn't need to bring a date. Do these people have friends? That's my question. Okay, because so she why was do with they her need family <laughs> for every holiday? If because like half these holidays, you normally are just gonna spend with your friends. Why do they need a date instead? Why does this you know, man have two tickets to the hottest hottest New Year's Eve party and the only person he can take is a stranger he met in the mall? Like, less than a week ago? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Because I said friends, but it's just her family mm-hmm. <laughs> that we keep... Well, he has one friend. That, yeah. He has but one like, friend. Why doesn't... The, uh, he, oh, the only holidays... Christmas, yeah. Christmas and Thanksgiving, okay. I can sure. understand the expectation of the date. New Year's Eve, other than like the kiss at midnight, 
Really? Yeah, New is kind of hit or miss. It depends Valent- on what kind of party you're going to, I guess. Valentine's Day, maybe the most, my argument is maybe the most absurd date to have a holiday because you yeah. can simply just stay inside. Yeah, you don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> it, it's not like, because it seems her thing is like, so her family stops bugging her. Yet half these holidays are not spent with her family. No, they're like at bars. Yeah. And the Mother's Day, that might be the weirdest. That one, I, I really wanted to, when we got there, to talk about the mother. Because like, you do not need to bring a date to Mother's Day brunch. And I, I almost wish they would have fell into the Hallmark trappings of pretending to date in front of her family. Like one of those, like, like a husband for Christmas kind of setups. Because well, at least there's, like, drama in that. But them knowing that he was her fake date this entire time is so boring. And Well, that's my... That's another reason why I was going to say that it doesn't make any fucking sense. Because her whole reasoning behind wanting a holiday... His is just to not be bored, essentially. Because mm-hmm. he is Australian and a lot of... All of his family doesn't live in the country. Which, okay, I guess that makes sense. So her sole reasoning is because... Her mom and her sister keep setting her up with people and she doesn't want set up with them anymore. So she's bringing a date to shut them up, but they also know that it's fake. So they keep trying to set her up because yeah, they know she's not actually dating anybody. It doesn't no make any sense. There's just an extra body at the table. Yeah. That's it. it. We don't get it at all. <laughs> like, there's no reasoning why she should have told her mother. I understand maybe like telling her sister because it seems like they're just very close and they tell each other everything. It makes sense that she would know but like why would you tell your mom if she's like the worst offender of like trying to set you up? If I had a fake boyfriend for that reason I would not tell my mom it was fake because why am I doing the fake boyfriend thing? The entire point, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, and also like Cinco de Mayo you don't need to go out. (laughs) They don't even date that. Order, order in some, some tacos. <laughs> Boom, you celebrated. Who's like, oh God, I, I, I need to have a couple's costume. How am I <laughs> supposed to be seen on Halloween if I'm not wearing a couple's costume? Who, no one yeah. thinks like that. And your own sister went without her husband to the party. I know. Like they, she was fine-ish. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I... I get the the concept again for like you know Christmas Thanksgiving I'll even give you New Year's <laughs> maybe Easter but also like who cares uh, one only like half people half the people in the world celebrate Easter less right. than that half the people right. in America and then again it's who even less go home for Easter right because it's just a Sunday <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't go to Easter I dinner. S- I say or... that as, as one of the percentage that does celebrate <laughs> I know. We, bo- we are both Easter celebrators. Yeah. But why are you going to the, like, egg hunt with a bunch of kids when you're, like, a single woman in your 30s? Yeah. Why do you need a date to that? You just go to your mom's house and then... Have brunch and get out of town. <laughs> of all the times I've been like, oh, man, I don't want to be single right now, Easter has not been one of them. <laughs> It's also like the most serious of ways that reasons why you're set like reason for a holiday. 
You know what I mean? It's not like very celebratory. <laughs> yeah, it's like does she hate her fit? She doesn't hate her family, but yet the thought of spending time with her family deeply upsets her. <laughs> yeah, like she will do anything to not. Anyways, okay, we're getting so, so just like the concept alone is, is flawed. Is bad, yeah. Um, but we start off with we're introduced to her character because she is standing on the front porch of her mom's house smoking a cigarette which they yeah this is the interesting choice where we introduce her character being a total bitch to her mom because her mom's like oh why did you wear tie-dye and pajama pants to christmas dinner which i think is a valid complaint i'm sorry and even it wasn't even a complaint really it was merely a question yeah (laughs) Like and she's the, like, that, oh, I can wear what I want, mom. And even like, I mean, growing up, we always just wore pajamas all day on Christmas. <laughs> That's fair. But like, and also like her hair was like clearly like slept in and stuff. Like clearly like did not care about her appearance, which again, like, I don't know, you're going home with your family, like kind of who cares? But also like her react, she was very angry at her mom for even bringing it up. Yeah, I don't, I feel like it's a very common expectation if you're going to like Christmas dinner, you're gonna throw on a sweater. Yeah, I feel like that's not a weird ask that everyone <laughs> expects that to happen. Especially like, because she's very relatable and works from home in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, they were a little bit prescient there. <laughs> yeah, um, which in my you know six seven months working from home, anytime I was like going somewhere, even if it was like with the same people. I was like oh my god let me put on like jeans (laughs) let me be wild um because you're just sitting at home and wearing you know sweatpants and stuff so like yeah if I was going somewhere to like see like one other person I'd be like let me put on some jeans (laughs) let me like look semi put together so I don't know I don't know why she would have like gone there but she was standing on the front door smoking a cigarette and then like lied about smoking as if like one no one could smell it and mm-hmm. two, everyone can see you. You're just standing on the porch. And then she goes, oh, fuck Christmas. Which, like, okay. Okay, Great. yeah, get over yourself. You have a loving family. Oh, no. Yeah. What a and... nightmare. <laughs> your family cares about your well-being. Like, oh, God, can you believe that? Um, and uh, yeah. this is getting into the plot a little bit. Yeah. But she's, she's like, oh, my mom keeps setting me up on dates. But her, the the one date we see that her mom sets her up is with great. is this hot doctor who seems really nice. And I'm like, why is this bad? A hot doctor who is very nice, very smart, and great with kids. And funny. Okay, wh- where's the issue? <laughs> Honestly, I was... My theory is it was maybe a little racist. Because the me. only punchline about him seemed to be that his name is Farouk. And like that yeah. seemed to be the flaw. And I'm like, he's hot. He's hotter he's, than the main guy. Honestly, I would, to yeah, me. he is. I would 100% rather him. <laughs> and so I don't really understand why she's glad, even upset about these dates. I'm glad I, we don't need to, we're, I definitely don't want to get into that yet. But I am glad that he didn't leave the movie alone. <laughs> <laughs> we need to savor that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... It this opening scene is kind of like we're in two locations because we're we're learning about Emma Roberts' character and 
Jackson, the Luke Australian. Uh, okay. And That's Emma Roberts' name is Sloane, so maybe we'll attempt to talk about to talk about them as their character names. Um, no, it'll be Emma Roberts, an Australian guy. Okay, great. <laughs> so we're intercut with um, uh, Australian guy's Christmas, which is with someone who he seemingly just like just started dating, and he went home on Christmas with her because his parents are in Australia or whatever. And I mean, so this is another, there's a lot of like very kind of offensive gender stereotypes throughout this entire movie. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them being like, Oh, girls are crazy. (laughs) And they always, they always like want to be in love with you. You know that you know always how girls be, <laughs> and um, so that's kind of like how this character was played up. That she was just like crazy boy obsessed, kind of I would say. Um, but she made a good point because she was like, "Yeah, you came home with to my parents' house for Christmas. You must really like me." Which honestly, I think is a valid point. <laughs> it was because inter- it seems like they know each other for three days. Yeah, like, not a long time. Which, to me, is, one, why are you inviting him? Why are you right. saying yes at all? Yes. That is a good point. I mean, maybe that's showing, like, oh, how just so crazy she was and she invited him. But he also said yes, and he didn't have to. Because, like, again, um, yeah, I understand wanting a date for Christmas, but if you're the, you're not going home to your family, you're just, like, gonna stay home. Like, again, whatever. Why you with friends, why do you not have friends? Why is the only option for to spend Christmas is a woman you met three days ago? Yeah. What is going on in your life? And her and her parents are all wearing matching Christmas sweaters, and they bought one for him. And they showed her a photo of the girl from the first day she got her period. <laughs> um. Also, I did know who this. Uh, the girl was, by the way, the Why? actress from Young and Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't think her acting was bad in this movie, though. I mean, she's barely in it, to be fair. Yeah, but but like, of all the bad acting in this movie, I don't, I wouldn't wouldn't credit her. But yeah, she's like in this one scene, and then a photoshopped photo later. <laughs> um. So then she got him a present, which they have a hookup scene before. <laughs> and do you want to talk about that? Well, yeah. So oh, wait, it's gets... coming up. It's coming up. But yeah. Yeah. She gets him a present and it's khakis. <laughs> which it's like it's she got him three pairs of khakis in different sizes because she wasn't sure what size pants he wears, which honestly, I think is thoughtful. <laughs> It is thoughtful if it's, but also at the same time, it is khakis. Yes, it's khakis. Not a, not a great gift in general, but like, yeah, you don't know the person's size, so you just give them a couple, like whatever. But then he responded with like, "Oh, pants and a project." Like, trying on pants is a project. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did like that they were making fun of him how he pronounces khakis though, because that is hilarious. Khakis. <laughs> <Carkies. laughs> 
but and then so he's like uh i didn't uh get you anything because uh you told me not to get you anything <laughs> and then out of nowhere at this point i didn't really realize this was like an r-rated movie i thought we, it was gonna be like your nice little pg-13 rom-com no. and so out of nowhere she just goes Oh, so you know me well enough to come in my mouth, but not well enough to give me a Christmas present. <laughs> and it floored me. And it's it's hard that we start off with the best line immediately. <laughs> the best line, best joke. Yeah. It's like a you hit pause to laugh kind of vote. <laughs> um And then that's about it. And then he like it's and like then, that's it, and then he there. leaves. <laughs> yeah, and then Emma Roberts is wrapped up by uh, just not wanting to date anybody. Oh, and her yeah. aunt is aunt is uh, Kristen Chenoweth, who brings a random person home for the holidays every time. And this time it was a random mall Santa that she brought home for Christmas. Um, yeah, and it's it's we can say it now. We'll say it multiple times. Kristen Chenoweth is the best part of this movie. She's so she, good. <laughs> as I wrote in my letterbox, Kristen Chenoweth gives an acting masterclass on elevating the material you're given. Mm-hmm. Yes. This character is not funny. The jokes she has are not funny, but they are funny because Kristen Chenoweth is performing them funny. Yes. Any other this person, is- it would be awkward and uncomfortable <laughs> i don't i hate saying like oh if you want to learn like see good acting and learn like what good acting is watch holiday but <laughs> deep down, you could just fast forward she's that good she really just elevates the hell out of it yeah she does um so oh meanwhile uh Emma Roberts' sister gave her, like, pajama pants for which Christmas. If her sister's her best friend, which we're led to believe, why does she, one, not know what she wants for Christmas, and two, get her pants sizes, like, five times too big? That, well, I think because when she goes to return it, they are two seasons old. I think she just had them and gave them to her. <laughs> but, but then, what, are, are they not best friends? That is a good point. She definitely should have like, they sh- that should have been like from her mom or something like that. I don't know. That it was weird that they made it from her sister. But, yeah, it didn't make any sense. And also, but on the other side, you know, we've already established that she only wears lounge pants. <laughs> Not the worst <laughs> gift for someone who only wears like soft pants. And of course, you know, she's about to be ungrateful. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Because again, um, these characters are mean. They're not nice. They aren't charming. No. Um, one of their favorite hobbies is drunk mocking, which again is another term that they bring up and just like act like everyone knows what it means. <laughs> which I think it means watching people and talking about or like guessing what their backstory is. Yeah, basic people watching that everyone is. Yeah. Guess I just couldn't say it. People watching. <laughs> um. So they sh- basically they both go um to return it, 
return at the same store the day after Christmas, I'm assuming. And uh, there's an issue with returning it because whatever. And for some weird reason, the lady behind them like wants his khakis. For reasons I can't understand. <laughs> and um, eventually takes both the pajamas and the khakis in exchange for like $45 and a Annie Ann's pretzel coupon. <laughs> and, and it's just inexplicable, really. Some of the jokes, they're like funny because they're like just so far from the realms of reality and joke telling. None of this conversation would happen <laughs> at all. They would not have met. The lady behind them would not have bought them anything. But also, Emma Roberts throws out both pretzels. I know. What a... Like, they, they, she was, like, eating them, and then they were walking in the mall, and then she just threw them both out. Like, okay. Like, that's a good pretzel. What the hell are yeah, you Yeah, those doing? are... That's Annie Ann's. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Eat that shit. shit. Um, and then, this is when... So they're, I, I guess, complaining about... Christmas? I don't know. And then uh, they run into the mall Santa that her aunt brought home, who went to the mall the day after Christmas and wore the suit for some reason. Yeah, it's like, is there, I thought there was no longer a need for mall Santas after (laughs) Christmas. Yeah, but he wasn't even wearing, like, the full suit either. Like, he wasn't wearing the beard. It was like half the, like, why did he wear that to the mall? Good tell ya. Um, And then that's... having sex with Chris and Chetowith? Probably. And then he just went there right after. And then um, they that's kind of when she talks about Holiday and they gotta get the idea for it and make plans for New Year's Eve, kind of. I mean, she texts him later. And also, I'm tired of King Bok being in movies. <laughs> I just don't want it anymore. See, I... There was a pleasure of him being in the babysitter because he was murdered. Yeah, I can see that. So, I but just, with that not being an option here. Yeah. I just, don't, I, I just don't want to see him. <laughs> There's so many other better actors you could get. Like, yeah, here's the thing. Instagram, comedy, and acting is in fact neither of those things. <laughs> and I'm glad no one else has broken through because truly all of them are deeply untalented. Yes. But somehow he is the one that did. And, like, it's always cast. Like, he's, I feel like he just shows up in, like, every fucking movie. He's doing, know. he does the Paris Hilton, where he's such a bad actor, he, in fact, does not act, and is simply being himself. Yes, I can agree with that. Um, but anyways he's uh australian guy's friend because australian guy is a professional golfer apparently whatever yeah golf pro and so fast forward whatever they do um go to a new year's eve party together as each other's holiday and uh they have this scene where she starts complaining about the leads in rom-coms and how 
it's always annoying because they always end up together even though you you know that they're gonna get together at the beginning of the movie and that would just be a great way to like end the movie is to not have them be together then if you're gonna have an entire scene of your main character complaining about that yeah it was an interesting choice because it's like yeah that's part of the problems with this movie yeah it's not meta it's not meta to just say oh trope and then just do the trope there has to be a subversion there like she should have just ended up with farouk and we're like okay great well, she and, shouldn't have ended up with Farouk because Farouk deserves so much better. Oh, yeah, I was about to say the same thing. It was yeah. like, yeah, the subversion would be ending up with Farouk, but Farouk is no. better than her. <laughs> yeah, that would be, a, he deserves more. Um, and she does it later on where she like complains about something that people do in movies and then they do it anyways. <laughs> so, like, why are we even including that? I don't know. And I, at this point, I did say that I think. Um, while we can only, they don't, you know, they're not in it long enough to deserve an actual Dr. Ant-Mom award, but I do feel like this movie has a lot of supporting Dr. Ant-Mom. I mean, I know who I would give it to. No, I know. But that's that's probably who's going to get it. But like, at this point, I'm like, the girl with wine on her dress is doing a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You know? You are right. You are right. And I feel like. The girl at the beginning, um, for sure, is doing. They're just doing a lot, and they're only in like one scene, and it's like they really make an impact in that one scene. And I feel like if we gave like supporting awards out, <laughs> some supporting Doctor Ant moms, I feel like those would those would be our nominees. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you on that. Yeah, because there's a girl that gets wine on her dress, and Emma Roberts switches with her. And that's a that's so she's getting proposed to, yeah. And then uh, don't really know why that's included except to make her dress fall off later. I don't know because I thought it would have been like maybe a moment for you to be like, oh, maybe she's not a total piece of shit but about we, Emma's character, but on, you don't even see her offer her dress the way the scene set up, it's like they cornered her and like stole her dress (laughs) yeah we don't see it so that doesn't even work so i really don't understand why because like after that when they're dancing on the dance floor even though she has wine on her dress i think it was just supposed to show that she doesn't care if he thinks she's hot but she is hot yeah and wine on your dress is really not gonna be a big deal <laughs> yeah none of the like, whatever um but they do a dirty dancing lift for some reason and then her yeah like, like in the middle of new year's eve all of a sudden <laughs> people are gonna be like back up back up they're doing the dirty dancing list i would straight up be like who the fuck i wouldn't even like see it <laughs> i am trying to have a good time here yeah um so he lifts her up and then I guess because she switched dresses, even though the one she was wearing before would make a lot more sense for, like, her boobs slipping out. Yeah, like, but this her one, boobs slip out, apparently. Even though it has, it has, like, a big ruffly shoulder, 
and then it has like the little spaghetti strap on the other side. Yeah, but and that somehow it falls off. To me, I don't really get how it fell off. It's significantly more secu- secure than the dress she was wearing prior. <laughs> but it, like, it, it, there's not like a zipper there. That means like the big ruffle essentially came off by getting wine on it. It simply like melted away. Even though the wine was like down on the dress, I don't know. Yeah, but it doesn't I, make any sense. And then we just kind of fast forward. He was not there for midnight and they don't kiss. Okay, great. And then we fast forward to Valentine's Day where we learn that Emma Roberts is obsessed with buying chocolate and candy. I guess. Again, terrible plan. Why are you out on Valentine's Day buying the candy? You wait till the next fucking day. Everybody. That That was my... That was my big gripe with her, is that she was like, I have a date with my chocolates. And it was like, everyone knows you buy it the next day when it's discounted. <laughs> like, come on. You're supposed to be a connoisseur. <laughs> and why are you at the mall again? God damn it. They're always at this freaking mall. Um, but anyway, so she's buying. And there's also like this weird plot run through of like, her brother knows someone for three months and they get engaged and like, his fiance is like unsure if they know each other enough that just kind of sprinkled out throughout yeah, the movie and like it doesn't get resolved so it's like not even something you have to worry about it, it gets resolved in just like one line where they were like oh we went to therapy and we're good now <laughs> like that's and even it. like the sister gets like a my husband's too devoted so i'm gonna cheat on him kind of thing but like that doesn't matter either he forgives her and it's fine they get remarried <laughs> Like, okay, whatever. Um, so she goes to the candy store and meets her ex-boyfriend, Luke, which is, I guess, funny if the guy's real name Luke. is Luke. Look. <laughs> Luke. He's frosh. And um, he's very hot, and he has a new super hot, super young girlfriend. So. Which is funny, because she... The girl playing his young, younger, hotter girlfriend played Katara in the Avenger The Last Airbender movie, which is oh, really? deeply funny to me. That is funny. So, not to spoil a future episode, but we're going to do it at one point, so she'll be back. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, and then uh, Australian guy shows up and he sees her talking and he kind of goes and like weirdly rescues her, but like just a lot of talk about sex which was unnecessary yeah and then um they leave and she steals all the candy which is great because then she didn't pay full price for it Uh, yeah honestly shoplift as long as it wasn't as long as it wasn't like a local candy store then she's a monster but if it was like it felt like a chain if it was a chain we're cool it felt like a chain i'm just gonna say it's a chain um and then they have like a weird scene where he's like, "Oh, you owe me for saving you. You need to." You owe me a hand job. You no, know, yeah. Which okay, <laughs> you're an adult man. <laughs> Why are you bargaining with that? Anyways, um, and so then we have a scene where, um, it's in his car, and it's supposed to make the audience think that she is giving him a hand job. And then it's revealed that they were just eating chocolates. However, 
her making those motions made zero sense for them eating Jocelyn. Here's here's my thing. I wish she was giving him a hand job because we've already we've already breached that. He's already canonically yeah. came in a woman's mouth. <laughs> it's okay if he's giving yeah. a hand job now. It's yeah, it's just fine. <laughs> we don't care. Yeah, and then they decide to be more permanent holidays. So they didn't actually really go out on Valentine's Day. Right? I don't think they did anything. No, they just ate chocolate in the middle, in the car, I think. So then they go... When does Easter happen in this movie? Is it at the right spot? What do you mean? I'm confused. I I didn't write down when Easter happened, but it doesn't matter. So... (laughs) Then it's Cinco de Mayo, which they did not need a date for. No, it's it's Easter. What we hear about this? Where was the Martin Luther King Jr. Day celebration? Yeah, where was the Arbor Day? Why are we missing holidays? The Earth Day. That's what I feel lonely. This <laughs> the Memorial Day. Celebrated Labor Day to start through the beginning of the summer holiday. <laughs> are we going by bank holidays? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> which holidays do we need a date and which do we not? Um so was Easter before Cinco de Mayo? Yes, I think okay. it is. Because Cinco de Mayo is when they almost fuck. Yeah. And Easter is when they're like, We're not gonna fuck, are we? <laughs> Right? Yeah. You know, normal Eastern conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Easter, yeah. Um, and this is when we meet Farouk, who is in a, a bunny costume. And uh, that's when Farouk meets the family, including Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. And she, they're just so clear that they know that this is a fake date and you know they're still trying to set her up so the problem you're trying to solve is not solving itself um and that's enough for Easter (laughs) so then we go to Cinco de Mayo and they're out at a bar and they're doing lots of tequila shots and then they wake up on her floor and she's wearing his underwear and he's straight up naked laying on the couch yeah, he's all a mode. Yeah. If you will. <laughs> and later on we see them, she finds like a picture from like a photo booth and they were kissing in the photo booth. So question, do you think they had sex? <laughs> I like to think they did. I do too. Yeah. I thought we would have already been again, I thought the expectation was set up. Sex is not a big deal in this universe. Right. It didn't seem but, like it. Why is it now? For these two characters, it is. For the other ones, it's not. Yeah. Um, and also, he was just straight up naked on his couch. Like, what kind of person would do that in, in general? <laughs> you know? It's gotta be scratchy. <laughs> yeah, it's not comfortable if you didn't, like, if there wasn't a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Then they go to Mother's Day, which, again unnecessary for to bring a date um and another thing that like starts happening at this point is that they remember literally like 
every detail of what the other person told them. <laughs> like, they will make specific references to specific words that they used, which in the movie has been 20 minutes, but in, like, canon-wise has been, like, six or seven months. <laughs> yeah, and they assumingly don't see each other or even text each other Yeah, until the specific holidays. I guess just to make plans and that's it. Yeah. They so, do not talk. Are they on each other's minds this much? I guess if they're just constantly thinking about, hey, remember that one time she said this one word? <laughs> I don't know. But then there's a weird part where the mom is still trying to set her up and is like, you need to have a boyfriend and you guys should have sex if you're not. <laughs> Which was also weird. Yeah. And then they leave, and that was great. (laughs) (laughs) And we mentioned before, but Alex Moffat is in this movie playing her sister's husband, and he is great. I would I would give him a supporting supporting role. (laughs) If anything, he's tragically uh, not even underused. He's like not in this movie. (laughs) No, and I I wish he was in it more because I love I I like him. And yeah, I feel like he yeah, that's elevate. what I'm saying. It's like he's not just underused in this movie; he's like barely a factor. If we're being honest with yeah. each other, because they don't sad. they don't allow him to to thrive. He's no. he works with what he's given. That's why I would give him a supporting Doctor Ammo. Because <laughs> I do think, in a way, that character could be very boring, but he makes it more lovable. I would say. Hmm. Um, to the point where, like, I don't understand why she would cheat on him, because he's he's great. <laughs> yeah, really not at all. Uh, his only weird thing is he's, like, afraid of leaving the kids at home. Which, we've seen the kids, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and then, so this is, like, Fourth of July party where, uh, Australian guy blows off his middle finger, or his fuck you finger. Oh, we forgot St. Patrick's Day. We briefly covered oh, it. They, like, they went to a bar on St. Patrick's Day. They weirdly like hang out even though they don't like each other. And but apparently don't have anything better to do except hang out with each other on <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. And that's when they find out that her brother and Australian guy are friends. Which I again I cannot point out enough that that has a no factor on the plot. Except that he was invited to the wedding. That's all. But they got to know each other. Through her, anyway. Through the dates. So it doesn't, he might have been invited anyway. So it truly doesn't matter. <laughs> and um, they smoke pot in the hospital waiting for his finger to be reattached, which you can't do. Which is highly illegal. <laughs> and, um, so this is a weird so this nurse comes in and says the doctor will be with you soon he's reattaching a pinky toe which one is just straight up a HIPAA violation <laughs> she's not allowed to say what the doctor is doing <laughs> and and two so it ends up being Farouk who comes in is like oh here and I'm very curious of what kind of doctor he is well, and my curious thing is, yeah, he's like, oh, they, like, I don't normally work here, but they had me come in to attach this toe. And my thought is, 
what kind of jank ass hospital are they at where they don't have someone who can sew on a toe (laughs) yeah like why are you the only one in like the tri-county area (laughs) they could come in and do it and so it's you would think oh okay i guess his specialty is sewing on fingers and toes but earlier he said he was doing rounds with pediatric cancer patients did he really yeah that's why that's why he was late to easter oh yeah i don't know what what he does kind of doctor are you i mean there are some like nurse practitioners or like um pas that have a broad education and can do a lot of stuff but like wouldn't be practicing it that generally i don't think you wouldn't be the guy they call in for a toe for a toe thing if you're the kid's cancer guy too no it doesn't really make any sense (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it's farouk and he can do anything (laughs) and again seeing his face a pleasure yeah i'm never gonna complain about him entering a scene (laughs) (laughs) um so then it's labor day and the wedding happens to be on labor day so it every it, it has to be a holiday it has to be they a holiday. Not have it be on and a just also like, who would want their wedding on a on a Monday? On Labor Day? Because it would be a Monday because it's Labor Day. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. So, um, here and like, here's a perfectly reasonable situation to bring each other as dates. Yeah, you're both invited. Wedding always an ex- the wedding another occasion where it's perfectly understandable that you're like i need a fake date yeah that and then and it's also a holiday so there should really should not have been any conflict except for the fact that the fourth of july they felt vibes but yeah and so for some reason they decide they can't bring each other as the holiday to the very first actual holiday where you need one (laughs) (laughs) yeah like where it was actually like because at this point they haven't gotten to a holiday where you need a date no later on maybe arguably easter other than that not at all (laughs) so yeah this is like the first one like where you would actually want a date and then well emma roberts wanted to bring him as a date but then he king bach (laughs) convinced him not to (laughs) and then um so she brings um farouk and then for some reason jackson goes with Kristen Chenoweth, which is strange. Is why would like what kind of aunt <laughs> would go to a wedding to your to your nephew's wedding with the guy that your niece has been seeing? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Um, and then yada 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 what happened they really weirdly break break up the father-daughter's dance because it was for some reason to a sex song but like at the end of the day just let it happen yeah like what everyone gets to just chuckle and watch and then uh, move on but then they interrupt the dance and like i don't know why more people weren't mad at that (laughs) yeah i know i'd be furious (laughs) and um so then everyone's dancing and then we see farouk and Kristen Chenoweth really getting into it on the dance floor. <laughs> Which, good for them, honestly. I loved it. <laughs> loved it. And then they 
Of course, because they saw people having fun and enjoying each other's company. They were like, we need to interrupt this. (laughs) And they went and broke them up and were dancing with each other. But then Kristen Chenoweth falls and then, you know, Dr. Farouk makes everything better and swoops her off her feet and runs her away. Runs Mm -hmm. away. Which, you know, they just had great sex. Oh, God, yeah. Very passionate. (laughs) Very anatomical. It built up all the way from Easter. <laughs> and yeah, then we just fast forward to Halloween. Yeah, I think so. Because again, yeah. if there's not a holiday, we're just going to take a narrative break. <laughs> there's literally no day in between. <laughs> yeah. The holiday. Because August is the holidayless month. Yeah, so we just were like, August doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, August, September, nothing. They could have had, what if they had the 21st of September? Or 23rd, sorry. Isn't Labor Day September? I don't know. I don't know when Labor Day is. <laughs> well, it's beginning of September. So her sister is going with her to, which it's set up at this point that Alex Moffat won't leave their kids alone or with a sitter. Because um, mm-hmm. he's a responsible dad. Maybe too responsible, but that's his only fault. And... <laughs> um, so they're going to a Halloween party and her sister's excited to go to an adult party and um, she's wearing, I don't know, it doesn't matter. They go to the Halloween party and um, her sister keeps giving her like antacids so that they don't uh, get heartburn from drinking, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or just general mal- malaise. I don't yeah. really know. Um, and then Gives her another one at the dance, and then Kristen Chenoweth no- notices. Well, before then, she sees Luke again with his pregnant girlfriend, and then she freaks out. And then, uh, which is like, girl, you dated him for what, like three months, and it's been almost a year now. It's been almost an entire out. year. This is sad. This has moved on to sad. And um, it's because she has no friends who can help her move on (laughs) or discuss her feelings yeah and then um so she starts freaking out and her sister gives her another antacid and then she really um, just handfuls them (laughs) yeah and then she goes to she starts freaking out so then australian guy's like oh i'll take you home and then uh twist the sister stays um and then that's it. She stays. That's it for now. Yeah. And then and, Twitch <laughs> turns out not antacids. They were laxatives. It's time oh, for the ha, food joke ha, section ha. of this movie. <laughs> so then Australian guy's taking her home. Uh, she's trying to get into uh, We have a funny scene where she's tr- like freaking out that because uh, earlier we saw her like having a hard time getting into the costume. So now she's having a hard time getting out of the costume. So here's my question. What, how is this, co- is, does this costume have, like, built-in underwear? <laughs> because if she can't get, it's just a skirt, or it's just a dress, so why could not she reasonably just hike up the skirt? That is a good question. We're really in emergency mode here. Because it's a pirate-ish? Yeah, so, like, it's like a... Pirates of the Caribbean-ish. You you know it. You've seen it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's definitely a corset, which explains why it was so hard to get into. Because you need to, like, tie those really tight. But it didn't really seem like there was anything at the bottom unless there was, like, weirdly, like, a 
chastity belt portion. <laughs> but if there was, like, why would you wear that? I don't know. I think there's got to be, like, built-in underwear. Something, for some reason, you cannot simply just go to the bathroom. Because most dresses you can just hike up and you're good to go. Um, but for some reason there was, like, a portion at the bottom that she <laughs> there's a portion at the bottom she couldn't get off. So we have a funny moment where in the elevator she yells, just take my pants off, which, again, she's not wearing pants. She's wearing a dress. <laughs> <laughs> and an older couple sees them with him, like, trying to get her pants off. And then they are kind of, like, run. She also realizes at this point that they had sex on Thanksgiving. No, not Thanksgiving. They had sex on Valentine's Day. And that's how she got pregnant. And that is upsetting to her. Even though it's Valentine's Day and lots of people do that. On and that again, day. her ex from so long ago. <laughs> and um, so she's freaking out, and like they're kind of racing where she's running to her apartment, and he's like running behind her trying to like get her dress unhooked or whatever. And then she gets into the bathroom, and she doesn't make it. Question mark. <laughs> It's never made clear, but what is clear is immediately after having explosive diarrhea, she's like, it's sex time. They waited till the morning. <laughs> but what was weirder is that, again, took a lot of laxatives, had diarrhea. Okay. Needing a shower? Get it. I understand. Having to... <laughs> I totally having having to sit in the bathtub while someone bathes you not really the ailment that deserved that <laughs> like she was like a like a mother bathing her child kind of setup it was so weird i can't yeah. believe i forgot about that he he just like bathes her and it's so for no upsetting. reason at all and then, it made more sense if she was just really drunk and threw up, and then he had to like bathe her because her hair. she was too drunk or whatever. Yeah, that would make more sense. But she just had explosive diarrhea. She's okay to take a shower. Anyways, what was also weird was after they had sex, the way they were laying is he his head is at her feet, and they're like not cuddling, but they're laying like that. It was very weird. Because it was intense. <laughs> That's how you know. It was too hot. It was too hot. Because um, then, yeah, they, he sl- spends he sleeps over, and then they they do it in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then, and then she the, does rudely tell him to leave. <laughs> she 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 is slightly rude to him because her sister comes in having kissed his friend, and is all worried about her marriage or whatever. Again, really, it's not a. The her husband isn't mad for like even a second. No, because it's it's on Christmas and so we can't see how they worked it out. Yeah. <laughs> or it's Thanksgiving, so we can't see it until Christmas when they're fine again. Because naturally, we days don't exist if they're not holidays. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then so it's Thanksgiving, and since they had sex and she was rude to him, they're like, okay, maybe we don't do this anymore. Yeah. But he still, doesn't he still come, right? He, 
Well, because I don't think they had that conversation. Oh, before. yeah. No, they're like, what we're going to do is, oh, well, like, pretend that everything's okay and just keep going. Yeah, and then he shows up at Thanksgiving and he can't do it because he loves her. Mm-hmm. And they fight in the grocery store. And then... And we're fighting in the grocery store. <laughs> and I love you, but I don't know if I like you anymore. <laughs> I wish I love that line is so good. <laughs> it's so funny. To I mean me. the whole the whole musical and the additions and everything was great, but I just do love that line. <laughs> Wait, that's literally what is happening. <laughs> it's so spot on. <laughs> Cause he's fighting with oh her because God. she's not in love enough with him as he is with her. Oh my god, we just made a revelation. We're fighting! Uh, now it's going to be stuck in my head because it bops in like a it way where it bop. sucks. Yeah. Like the production sucks, the lyrics suck. I, and when it got viral, everyone was like, yeah, but if like Mitski was singing this, you guys would eat it up. And I'm like, if Mitski wrote the lyrics, we're fighting in the grocery store, I would unstand. But so it's like, quickly. it's purposefully, that's the whole point. It was, he was just like, really? I, I thought think, it was just I like. Thought, I think she thought she was like, I'm doing something right. <laughs> I really think she was like, ooh, I'm doing good. Maybe. I don't know. I kind of thought of it as like, oh, here. This is like a cheesy. Unless we're. I'm sure we're thinking of the same thing, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like the, but it's new. If we were in a different city, we would make it through the fall. But it's New York in September. That one? Yeah, that's the song. The TikTok one? Yeah. I don't remember that much about it. Oh, I do, because it it, it caused so much unrest in my life. Really? I'm honestly... Thought it was like, hey, you can make a musical about anything. No, I think it's because people were like, this is insane. Dan, she's being serious. But that's not the point. Maybe? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't take it seriously at all. So I think she was legit. The first the first person who released the song, I think she was legit. Oh. Okay. Wait, is it? Was there a song before the TikTok, or the no, TikTok started no. it? The 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 TikTok the musical was making fun of the song that came out originally. Because originally she released the song, and people were making fun of it on TikTok because it's a terrible song. And then somebody turned it into a musical because that's it's just why funny. I was so confused. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. The musical was like a late stage in the meme evolution of the song. I thought I was saying that the musical was making fun of musicals. I didn't I didn't know that there was a okay, that's why I was so confused. Okay, so it's Christmas. (laughs) And 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 this is a really quick finale, if I do say so. We really oh, Oh, we wrap things up very quickly. Wrap things up pretty quick. It's like Great. We're in therapy. I'm not mad at you anymore for not knowing me. Oh, you kissed that guy? Eh. Whatever. Whatever. We'll get a sitter sometime. 
Which I can relate to, like, meeting someone on Halloween and, like, only referring to them as their costume. <laughs> that happened to me oh, freshman year yeah. of college. The holiday Kristen Chenoweth brought for Thanksgiving, he ends up falling in, in love with the mom. And he also has a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, casually. Um, the only good thing about that is that it makes... Uh, Kristen Chenoweth have to go to the hospital where Farouk is working. (laughs) Who, again, was helping a patient with a heart attack. Yeah. What is this man's job? (laughs) But the good news is Kristen Chenoweth and Farouk Oh, because they they were dating at Halloween. They brought each other as dates. And And then... By the way, he went to Halloween as a doctor. I know. I think it was because she was a nurse. But it's weird. Why would you go as your own profession? That's weird. I went as a lifeguard at a party before. <laughs> as a, after. Whatever. But after, that's different. Mm-hmm. But I wore the real shirt that I wore from work. That's You're just on thin fucking ice, thinking. but I'll allow it. And then they lock eyes. And he's like upset because she broke his heart. And then we have um, their loving embrace and they make up. And it's great. And we love it. <laughs> and then, and then, like, you get your little photo slideshow, everyone's happy. Movie over. Well, um, Emma Roberts, like, made a big speech in the mall, and then they get back. Oh, yeah, that thing. <laughs> we were too focused on Kristen Chenoweth and Farouk. I don't, it was your, it was, it wasn't even a good speech. It was weird. It was a horrible speech. In the mall? The mall's not special. Except to them, because they're always there. They're always just at the mall. <laughs> It's like, are they trying to, like, do they have the deal with malls to get, like, malls revived? Because since malls have been struggling. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I was like, look at all the things you can do in malls. You can find love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then they get back together and it's... That's it. Happy ending. Holiday over. So. Ah, 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 oh. <laughs> That was just big time rush. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wasn't feeling creative. I'll try again. It's like, later. We can do it later. We, we can't waste them. <laughs> <laughs> so, drinking game. I want to I do something fun and specific. I would say prepare in advance. Mm-hmm. Make a themed drink for each holiday celebrated oh. in this movie. And you have until the end of that holiday sequence to finish, to finish it. it. Can Wouldn't that be fun? Is that, is that unique? Them? Is that fun? Yes, I love it. Okay, so I think we'll start strong. Let's just do, for the first Christmas, we'll keep it simple. Just a shot of peppermint snaps. <laughs> All right, so my stomach is already tanking. <laughs> no, I love peppermint. I can't, I can't do it. Unless, like, the only kind of, like, creamy alcohol I could do is if it's, like, a hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps i could like maybe do it yeah okay or baileys well that's how that's how i will do it we're gonna we'll we'll switch it uh we'll start with the spiked peppermint hot chocolate perfect love it perfect delicious (laughs) great um new year's what's in champagne new year's drink oh yeah perfect but (laughs) this your stomach is not gonna handle this (laughs) night very well (laughs) we're trying to kill you (laughs) and so then we have valentine's day where maybe i'm thinking like i want to do like vodka and maybe like a 
some sort of raspberry strawberry ideal, get it red. Well, I was going to say a dirty Shirley. Ooh, like a like an alcoholic Shirley Temple? Yeah, so it's literally Love just it. vodka, spray, and some grenadine, and you're good Love to it. go. 10 Love out of it. 10. And maybe Great. put like a sweetheart on top. Yes. Keep it themed. Yeah, yes. Or like cut, <laughs> cut a V out of the top of a cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. St. Patrick's Day, since it's a quick one. No, actually wrong. It's not very quick. Guinness. Guinness. I personally am a big fan of the Irish car bomb. <laughs> yeah, it, perfect. Either one. Well, <laughs> this one has an option because there's two great. It's a quicker scene, so maybe you want to do the Irish car bomb. It's one of the faster yeah. holidays. It is. It is. Yeah, compared to like Cinco de Mayo, where you have some, you have some time. Yeah. Um. And then we have Easter. I hear, how about Is there this? a drink with like a peep in it? I was going to say, see if you can melt a peep in vodka. <laughs> I feel like you can. I say, shot of vodka, peep chaser. It is a bit long of a scene for only a shot, but you can do it. You can pick when you do it. You could just eat a bunch of peeps after that. Yeah, you're just like, just go down on, because on, you're already very drunk at this point. <laughs> you had like four drinks already. Exactly. So, Okay. What's after that? Mother's Day. Mayo? Mother's Day. Isn't Mother's Day later in May? But I thought, because they fuck after Mother's Day, right? Well, Cinco de de Mayo is before Mother's Day. But right, they fuck after Mother's Day in this movie. Because that scene doesn't make sense if they have sex before it. Well, because they 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 don't think that they have sex. Oh they yeah, you're right. They had sex. I forget but which was first. We we'll do. Say, <laughs> we'll we go, think that they had sex, but they do not think they had sex. We'll go. Fine. We'll go with Cinco de Mayo first. But if just watch the movie, you'll know the order. Yeah, it's gotta be a margarita, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a, a, it's a long scene. It, you, you have just, time to, and you can even do like when the morning after when they wake up, you can you can have that time as well. Yeah. To finish your marg. Um, but you know, it's me in a drinking game, and I need to. I need to slip a mark in there somewhere. <laughs> um, and then Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. I feel like a since it's a brunch thing, a Bloody Mary is. That... I was gonna say mimosa. Yeah, or a mimosa. I hate. You, Bloody you Marys. can you can pick because so... I I hate Bloody Marys and I love mimosa. So you can choose whichever one of your brunch. Whichever you prefer. Um, or if you need a break, just some orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this one's a quick one, so not yeah. a very. Not a very long, not a big drink. And then we have, what's, is the wedding next? Fourth of July. No, Fourth of July. Okay, so I had this excellent drink at this bar. And it was, um, it's Sprite, vodka, or it's Sprite something and something. It's Sprite, vodka, and something. I forget what. But then on top of that, they, they, it's like the red, white, and blue bomb pop. And they just stick that bitch in there. And you like stir it up and you let the bomb pop melt into it. And it was so good. So that's what I'm saying for this. It does sound good. It's really good. When early in quarantine, me and my brother and my friend were doing a Marvel, like we were watching all the Marvel movies in chronological order. And we always had a theme to drink. <laughs> Love it. So one of the Captain America ones we did 
I'm pretty sure it was just blue carousel vod citron vodka and grenadine. That it sounds great. good too. You can make it I, into a shot. Put some I say in that there. or like some American beer like yeah, absolute ribbon. That feels like the most American beer to me. Or they have those like Smirnoff Fourth of July ones. Yeah. That could work. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. And then no, we have a wedding on Labor part. Day. But it is a wedding. A vodka crayon, maybe? It, my go-to wedding drinks a rum and coke. Ooh. So pick your favorite host. <laughs> make, that, make that drink. <laughs> um, I don't even... I don't know what... I haven't been to a wedding in so long. Um, I, 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 I went to one. I've been to one. Total? I went to like one in third grade for my third grade teacher, but I didn't even go to the reception. And so I, I've only been to like one real wedding and reception ever. Oh. And I, I had a, like, I had six to seven rum and cokes. <laughs> I have a lot of older cousins. So. That's fair. Been to, been to a lot, but not a whole lot when I was drinking. But although when we, this might be my recommendation just in general it's we call it an aunt polly because my aunt polly drinks (laughs) she started it and then we just all really like it but um it's malibu rum or coconut rum in general and then diet coke and lime it is so good (laughs) isn't that just a regular rum and coke but with malibu instead of yeah it's just the the difference is that it's coconut it's coconut rum instead of good rum and if you can which i th- <laughs> which they um i think they stopped selling it but the diet coke with lime was so good with it but if not you can just get a diet coke and squirt some lime in it it <laughs> is and it's very good and that's what we normally drink at weddings <laughs> my family although not too much because i can't have that much malibu because it's malibu it's mal you can't drink that much of it <laughs> Perfect. Um, so have an Aunt Polly. Have an Aunt Polly. <laughs> and then we have Thanksgiving, which I think you're going to want your vodka cran then. May- that would, yes. Um, or my family, <laughs> we have a, a holiday drink, actually. We I always have ho- it. What? <laughs> you have like a, your family has like a traditional drink for every holiday. I love it. Yeah, well, Aunt Polly's are for all summer. <laughs> <laughs> we we just like at weddings says you're like okay, well I don't buy Malibu a lot, might as well get an Aunt Polly. <laughs> um, but every holiday, mainly, uh, th- well Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas for sure, but we can do it for Thanksgiving in this case. Um, but it's a whiskey and wink, and wink is a discontinued drink. <laughs> what how do you get this then well the the most similar thing is squirt so it's a great just a grapefruit soda and whiskey and it doesn't sound like it'll work but it works (laughs) and that is what literally like when you if you went to or like our fish dinner because we're italian to do a fish dinner for christmas um if i'm not this year unfortunately but anyways um (laughs) like if you literally come thanksgiving the fish dinner christmas easter literally anyone above the age of like 20 has a whiskey (laughs) 
love they're, it they're great it was like my first drink probably that i've ever had they're great so instead of that though i'm or gonna cranberry. stick with the vodka cran or if you want to get really crazy do like a shot of like gravy and everclear <laughs> that could work <laughs> well because vodka does make sense because it's potatoes okay and then so then we then last christmas last christmas so we already did our peppermint hot chocolate so let's end what should we end with i don't know i can't think of anything other than a peppermint hot chocolate for christmas here let me let me chris miss cocktails Ooh, perfect mold wine love mold wine it's really good or spiked eggnog too much dairy. Let's oh, go to mold wine. I had thought of eggnog when we started it, but then I had forgotten. Um, I think we already made them do an Irish car bomb. You and can't. Yeah, but we're done. Hot chocolate. Too much <laughs> too dairy. Much you, you're already probably going to vomit. Yeah, I don't, you probably aren't making it this far <laughs> into the movie. We don't want to do that. We'll do a nice mold wine. I think they're really yummy. Or like maybe just like a holiday sangria. You like, like oh, throw I some like cranberries that. in there. Or if you Make do a cranberry holiday. vodka for Thanksgiving, do a whiskey and wink for Christmas. Yeah. Perfect. That's a great drinking game. Maybe the best one we've ever I think it, I think it is the best one. I'm definitely going to tweet this one. <laughs> um, uh, do, do the transition. Ooh, ooh, yeah. So now we have our awards. Yeah, we um, can do our awards. Yeah, now. we can do our awards. Um, so I think in one of the most runaway performances for our Dr. Ant Mom award, it will be going to Kristen Chenoweth because she eats and we are fed. Yeah. And I think your, your, exp- I mean, she was going to win no matter what. I just wanted to nominate Farouk. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, but she really, I think your explanation really like set it over for me where there she really elevates the role and we don't really have dr ant moms that can accomplish that we have dr ant moms that make their own choices which is why they won the dr ant mom but really not one that like takes it so far above the page in such a fantastic and entertaining way well they're always entertaining but like it elevates the content instead of just like doing their own thing 100%. I do think Farouk deserves an honorable mention at least because he's also doing a lot (laughs) but in a subtle way so he can't you agree? Mm -hmm. because especially at that end scene and how intensely he dances with Kristen Chenoweth and his last scene with like how he like holds her or whatever he does a lot and it's worth noting but Kristen Kristen ran away with it (laughs) Now the so, Joey King Award for Acting Disexcellence. It's I think it's between our two leads. Yeah. But I'm going to give it to him over mm. Emma because I don't I can't tell if he's acting because I think he just has an Australian accent and that's carried him through life. I think you're right. I think he's but, like, I have an accent, I'm gonna be charming in this movie. Yeah. Although but he's not. To Emmett's credit, she does make fun of his accent in this movie, which is a Joey King thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) 
that Joey King and Australians. It really. She doesn't like him. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to give it to him because I think he just has an accent. If he didn't, I don't think he'd be a movie star. And I don't feel mean for saying that. No, I, it's I the same reason. It's like this Army Hammer conundrum. Is he a good actor or his voice is his voice just deep? You really gotta think about that one. And I think the second one's the answer. This movie made me think we might need another award. What? And I don't want to steal one from Tipsy Terror. <laughs> but so, either either someone that I don't know how to like say it. Um, but Alex Moffat was the inspiration. <laughs> like either like an award I think it should be an award for like someone who was like wasted. Like you you got them mm-hmm. in the movie but they were wasted. Okay. You know I think yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. We don't have to like that instantly makes me think of is Molly Ringwald in the kissing booth. Yes. Which I feel like I guess that is just our one star. You know, when we claim someone as a one star, I guess we're kind of saying that. But I don't know. We don't need to officially. We'll work it. on it, maybe. We'll, we'll work, work on it. But I think Alex Moffat would win because, like, yeah, you have Alex Moffat and you wasted him. I don't. I, we'll call it for now the Alex Moffat Award for wasted potential. But yeah. I don't know if he's like even. I don't know if did enough <laughs> to be the namesake the of name, the award. Agree. I agree. I'm glad we can agree on this. But he would have <laughs> won it if we had established it earlier. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll come back to you next time. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. Speaking of Alex Moffat, what if he was the lead? Because <laughs> we're, we're just gonna s- s- teeter into fixing the movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here I'll. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I went a little wolfy yeah. on that. Yeah. Like... <laughs> do but, you think um, that would? Do you think that would fix it? I mean, it wouldn't fix it all the way. But what do you think about that? I think. I don't think he'd be good. I think we'd need a different script too because mm-hmm. I don't think he'd pull off like asshole guy. Not I'm not saying he's not handsome, but he's not handsome enough to pull off like this generically handsome dickhead. I will agree yet counter. <laughs> okay. Um Alex Moffat in a uniform <laughs> is top notch. It does not matter what the uniform is. Like, if he's on SNL and he's in a uniform, could be, you know, fireman, could be janitor. It doesn't matter. A man in a uniform doesn't matter what the uniform is. He looks great. <laughs> could <laughs> Wait, be so- an athlete. It doesn't matter. He, there's he something about me. when he puts on a uniform that just, like, he can work it. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's make him... Because Golf Pro's a dumb job, and I don't like it. So, <laughs> we'll change it. What if he's, like, a referee for, like, water polo? Professional oh, yes. water polo. Gosh. And he's, like, you see him, Can like, you imagine in, him in, a referee in, like, a referee uniform? shirt. God, he would look so good. <laughs> Perfect. So, I think he could pull it off. It might be too much. Like, maybe we just need to consolidate the brother and the brother-in-law character into one so it could be a bigger role. I agree. I agree. But he just put him in a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, just the script needs a lot of work. 
Because we didn't even get into how a lot of their conversations are like, girls usually be like this, and boys normally be like this. (laughs) It's very, like, uh, heteronormative uh, gender stereotype-based. It's just a lot of it. So I have a pitch to fix this movie, but the thing is, the fixed version of this movie exists and it's going to be right recommendation from the good, the bad, and the movie. So let's just move on to that instead. Is it my turn? Yeah. <laughs> this came into my head and I'm going to say it, even though it's not really a transition. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. Great. Okay. So what do you rate? Uh, we're rating first. I gave it a, a titular one star. <laughs> It sucked way more than I thought it was going to suck. It really did. I did not expect it to be this bad. I literally was going to give it half a star, but then I thought about the came in my mouth line, and that alone moved it up to one star. Because I laughed. (laughs) And also, Chris and Chenoweth does, in fact, save the movie. A lot of these times, what helps me, like, rate is when I watch them a second time, like, if I had seen it before, like, when I watch it, like, twice, it's easier to see, like, is this a fun watch or not? Like, once I, like, know exactly what's gonna happen. And that's why, like, going back to the beginning, Kissing Booth is rated kind of high because it is fun to hate. Mm-hmm. Kind of high is, like, three. <laughs> because <laughs> um, we've we had a very bad streak of like super low rated movies <laughs> yeah we've been doing well one could say yeah so I think maybe one and a half That's maybe. Fair. I sat because I was able to like sit through it enough but also it was still like not in, it was even less enjoyable than the first time which was also not enjoyable so it can't be too high. <laughs> but I had Farouk and Alex Moffat, so I wasn't totally upset the whole time. <laughs> okay. Here's my boop 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 bidi doop boop boop. Great. The good, the bad, and the movie, and I think we're gonna have one of the same, so I'm gonna start looking. For my good? Probably. You think it's gonna be my good? Because my good, okay, so the idea of needing a date for a reoccurring event is a good rom-com premise that you're just, like, not going to date, but you're just someone to be with. And that movie exists, but instead of holidays, which is dumb, because most holidays you don't need a date, it's for weddings in which you do need a date. And it's called Plus One, and it stars Jack Quaid and Maya Erkstein, and it is so good. Is this what the one you were thinking it was? No. Okay, good. Uh, so my good movie, and honestly the fixed version of this movie, is plus one. It is way more charming. It's way funnier. They have chemistry. That's and it, the main, like, that's fixes, the main fix. <laughs> and it fixes the problem behind the concept of needing a date to holidays because it changes it to weddings. It not changes it. This movie came out first. But the concept mm-hmm. was weddings, which makes sense. <laughs> Right, because you need a date for those. Yes. Typically. And so that's my recommendation. It is, it's a Hulu original, so that also fits. Because 
it was released via streaming service and i really 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 recommend it have you not seen it lauren have no, you not I have seen not. it no i really think you would enjoy it so that is going to be my recommendation to lauren and everyone else and my bad i don't really know i'll re- recommend an episode we've done before because its sequel has recently been announced so we might <laughs> cover it again i'll say give call tall girl a check because it's a netflix original rom-com that sucks i thought you were gonna say happiest season I thought about it, but I decided not to because I think plus one just fits this movie so perfectly. Um, I'll say two movies. I mean, Happiest Season, there is a lot of similarities of like, well, in the opposite way, I guess. Main character who's kind of a dick. <laughs> that was kind so- of. Fuck Harper. <laughs> Riley squad for life. Yes. Um, yeah, she sucked. And so, happy a season. Yes. But also, there's... So, I'm going to base off of... It must be similar enough that it was the movie that popped up when I completed watching Holiday. Mm-hmm. And I had <laughs> seen this before. Not the best reviewed... But I really like the concept. So Happiest Season, I guess, is my good. This is going to be my bad. Although Palm Springs also popped up when I just typed in movies like Holiday and... Very good. Palm Springs is great. So funny. Go watch Palm Springs on Hulu if you have not. Um, So I guess maybe that's basically... A Palm Springs plus one double feature is... Oh, that sounds great. Go download a Hulu free trial if you... (laughs) Um... (laughs) But it's this movie called Love Wedding Repeat. I've heard of it with Adam. What's his face? Divine. No. Oh, that's not the one I'm thinking of then. It's Sam Kathlin from Hunger Games. Yes. Um. So the guy Finn from Hunger Games is in this movie, and so is Olivia Munn. And so, I it's very low rated, like five point five out of ten on IMDb. <laughs> And I don't think it was the best movie, but the concept I love. And basically, it's yada, yada, yada. They're at a wedding, and they put a very heavy sleeping pill in, or I guess liquid, I guess, in one of the drinks of water at a table. Because, like, the bride's, like, crazy ex showed up, and they're trying to, like, sedate him because he wasn't invited. And they're just like, let's just, whatever. (laughs) And um, so they put like a really intense sedative. And so what the movie is, is like there's a bunch of kids who come in and like rearrange all the water. Oh no. So the whole thing is like the audience, because the characters don't really know that it was, and there's only one character who knows that there's a sedative at the table and he thinks it's at one glass, but the audience know it can be anywhere. (laughs) So the movie is basically like that episode of Community where like, uh uh remedial chaos theory when like he yeah. throws the the different timelines of like what can happen but based off who goes and gets the pizza it's the same thing so of you see like it. a bunch of different timelines of like what the different situations happen by like the main character drinks it she drinks it you know the aunt br- drinks it <laughs> so it's like a, a very interesting concept um so it's it's interesting enough for that but I don't know how I would connect it too much, but I guess it, it works. I think it works. Yeah. So that's it. That's my 
I'm it's classified as my bad, but it is an enjoyable watch. And that's our that's our podcast too. That, that's it. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter at One Star Movies. Um, we just wrapped up Spook Vember. You can go back and listen to a lot more um, spooky movie reviews. And... Listen to our collab with Tipsy Terror on our podcast where we talk us about Smiley and listen mm-hmm. to our collab with them on their podcast when we talk about Cry underscore Wolf. If you haven't seen them, it's fine. You can listen to the episode. Actually, I don't know. I would say watch Cry underscore Wolf. It's really good and it's like there's enough twists where it's fun to watch without it being spoiled. Don't watch Smiley. Watch Cry Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't watch Smiley. Just watch ours. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Up. You can follow me on Twitter at Leather Velma. And that's all. Say bye.